This is a question that has forced me to search my soul. Because as dear listeners and viewers of Locked on Grizzlies know, there are a few that love Desmond Bain as much as I. I am a Desmond Bain guy. I have been since day one. But to Michael Cole, is Desmond Bain really a max player, which would mean he makes more money than John Morant? Mm. That is the question we are going to tackle on this edition of Locked on Grizzlies. Let's lock in. You are Locked on Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a question that I carry with great burden because I, again, I just love Desmond Bain so much. If if you haven't noticed before, DeMichael, uh, yeah. shout out to DeMichael Cole. Welcome to Lockdown Grizzly. Sorry, I'm jumping right in. I just love Desmond Bain so much. Hey, this um, is a big topic. This is a big a, topic. This is one we've topic. kind of – Joe, we've been holding this one in for a while. They we didn't have, hold this. We, we've held we we've on to this one for like a week. No offense to Luke Kennard, but depending on how the show goes, we just might have to punt Luke a little bit because this is this is a heavy one for me. Have you are you familiar with John Oliver on HBO, to Michael? His show wow. last week tonight. Oh, last week tonight. Yes, yes. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, he yeah, yeah. he had a bit going with Adam Driver where he would be like, crush my larynx, you know, like yeah. just awkwardly. Yeah. And yeah. then obviously Adam Driver came on the show. It was super funny. I started with Desmond Bain, like doing awkward things like that to the point where maybe if I ever actually met Desmond Bain, he'd be like, Oh, yeah, you're that really weird guy on social media <laughs> that, that says strange things about me. Um, so I love Desmond Bain. Right, probably too much, and you do. You love Desmond Bain. Is he a max player? I, I, we got to do the official opening here, but this is a this is a big show for us today here on Lockdown Grizzlies. We are free and available here on Lockdown Grizzlies wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe. All those fun things. Another reason I have to make sure I do this officially is we have a title sponsor today. That is Prize Picks. Make sure you're checking out Prize Picks. First users our first-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Uh, again, DeMichael Cole, the commercial appeal. They're in Memphis, Tennessee. You are a Grizzlies beat writer, one of the Grizzlies beat writers, one of the very best covering this team day in and day out. I am but a lowly Bluff City Media contributor and columnist. All hail DeMichael Cole. DeMichael, how do you feel? watching because again i am i i am not i am not a clear-minded thinker when it comes mm-hmm. to desmond bain because i just love him so much mm-hmm. but to, as you can kind of give us more detail on a five-year max contract for desmond bain would mean that the highest paid player on the memphis grizzlies is not john morant mm-hmm. it's desmond bain it, that's hard for me to mentally get over that hurdle yeah it's 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 that ego thing in you. It's, it's, yeah. it's not, not it's just the fact that you know who the player generates the ticket revenue and the players that the Correct. people love the most. But he people aren't right. getting Christmas presents in the winter for their kid to go to their first Grizzlies game to go watch Desmond Bain. Yeah, except for yeah. my children. Maybe my children. <laughs> yeah, there, there are some, but but the majority. John Morant. Are, they're John Morant, for sure. Now, but here's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, Ja could have been a super max player, right? So the reason we're having this conversation is because of some mistakes that Ja Morant made. I, that's why we're having this conversation. No, that's a very fair point. So uh, at the end of the day, 
can't blame Desmond Bain for keeping his nose clean uh, so far uh, off the court and being a productive on the court player. Now, let's get into this Max thing a little bit because right. I, I, we haven't heard your answer yet. What's, I just I want to know your answer. Uh, just your like because because I I don't know where you lean. It feels like you you don't you you're you saying he doesn't deserve it, but but in your heart he deserves it. That's what I'm getting from what yeah. you said. That's a, you'd love to see the man Desmond Bain get 207 million. But Gosh, in so terms of money. how it affects the Grizzlies, sounds like you you you're not you're not big on that one. Here's where I stand. Okay, and okay. this is similar. I, I mentioned Matt Hartlicka a lot. He has a really good Patreon yep. page. People should check it out. I lean towards Matt on this. Mm-hmm. Matt's stance is if it's a four-year deal, it should not be for the max. Mm-hmm. There's a trade-off. If Dez wants a player option or something like that, it's not a max contract because mm-hmm. that protects the Grizzlies a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would do the max, and maybe this is a little bit bass backwards. I would do the max if it's a five-year fully guaranteed contract, like John Morant's contract. Mm-hmm. That's how I would do it, and here's why. Because as we've talked about, and I think we're on the same page on this, mm-hmm. John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr. Obviously, Four. in terms of skill sets, they are not Steph Curry. They're not Klay Thompson. They're not Draymond Green. Yeah. But in terms of they're your core, they mm-hmm. are those three guys from Golden State. And you do what you need to do to keep the core together. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be expensive. Right, like his his next extension is not going to oh, be team friendly, like you talked about on yesterday. Yeah, um, I think that's important to understand. But Desmond Bain, and again, this is you know my heart gets backed up by the numbers a little bit. He is one of the most efficient scorers, not just in terms of the modern NBA, like this past season, in the history of the game. He is one of the most efficient three point shooters to start his career, literally ever. And that, again, that's not hyperbole. We're not Shout talking out about just spot up threes, right? Here. Off, every off the dribble, fly by. He is quite literally one of the most efficient. I think it's Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, one other guy, and him. Yeah. Like that's the list. So, I think you got to max him. I think you offer mm. the five year full max, and you say we are investing in you. We are investing in John Morant. Eventually, we will invest again in Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. We believe in you, and around you, we will put pieces as best we can to accentuate your talents, like you've talked about so often, yeah. to Michael. Stephen Adams, perfect role player. Yeah, um, they maybe try to find that perfect role player in Marcus Smart. Maybe he's arrived, right? But trying to put the pieces around these guys that accentuate their talent, but you've got your three. I think that if Dez wants to be here. You say, okay, we will put our money where your mouth is. We will give you a five-year full max contract with no options. If he wants an option, I think the money goes down a little bit, and that's the trade-off for me. I think I got a, I got a compromise for you, Joe. Ooh, I like compromises. Yeah, I think you'll love this one. Uh, the new CBA is here. Yes, and I actually have read it, as people yeah. in our comments, oh, you even read the CBA? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, I've actually read a, a large chunk like like you like you like you don't know what you're talking about. I'm so. dodging bullets like Neo here, Michael. Have been for <laughs> a decade now. So so here, here's my compromise for you, Joe. I I think with the new CBA, one of the one of the biggest things to outline in terms of how it affects the Grizzlies and how it affects Desmond Bain is now 
rookie scale extension extension players, you can sign a five year extension for rookie uh, scale rookie right. eligible players, and it doesn't have to be a max deal. That so is huge. If you remember the last CBA, uh, for those unfamiliar with how these little nits and bolts work, uh, a lot of rookie uh, eligible, rookie max eligible guys would sign four-year deals. Only players that were eligible to sign for five years were guys that were getting maxed out. Case right. in point, the Grizzlies, you have the perfect example. That's why Jaron's contract is for four years. Ja's contract is for five years. That's why... If you look at, you know, just around the NBA, uh, a lot of teams, if guys get extended, like Luka, got a five-year extension. Uh, Devin Booker, five-year extension. But DeAndre Ayton, even though he eventually got the max uh, in restricted free agency, but it was a four-year deal. Uh, You're not going to get the five-year deal unless, uh, you know, you were getting maxed in the last CBA. Now, you can offer a guy a five-year deal, and it doesn't have to be max dollars. So, how does that work? I'm going to put my baseball hat on here. And, and basically in the sport of baseball, what, what tends to happen is uh, you can kind of convince players to sign longer deals. It might not have the same average annual you know, value per season, but you can convince them to sign a longer deal because the overall money uh, will, will be more. So how that makes sense here. We've said it a lot here. The Tyler Hero and Jordan Poole. A comparison from a from a yearly perspective, those guys landed at what around four years, one hundred and thirty plus, uh, somewhere around there, a little bit less than thirty five million, uh, right. around thirty around thirty four million or so. Uh, what if the Grizzlies say, "Hey, we'll give you a little bit above that. We'll go up to thirty five million, and we'll give you five years. That'll be five years, one seventy five. That's less than 207, which is the estimate right now for the potential max contract. It's less than 207, but it's still five years, 175. That's still the second biggest contract in Memphis Grizzlies franchise history. That surpasses Mike Conley. That surpasses Jaron Jackson Jr. And, I mean, it it would be still probably in the top 20 of rookie-scale extensions. It'd be, it'd be up there on the list. So that's my compromise. I think it makes a lot of sense for the Grizzlies. Uh, well, at the end of the day, if you're Dez, you can fight that. Uh, I, I, I mean, that's a maybe we you were talking about going into the second segment with this. We might have to because that's Ooh. my question, Joe. If you're jo- if you're not Joe, if you're Dez, do you do you do you fight back on that? Because I have a good Dez stat here, and basically my Dez stat is check this out: twenty-one five and four. That's what he averaged: twenty-one points, five rebounds, over four assists. Thirteen players who qualifies statistically averaged those numbers last season, at least 21 points, at least five rebounds, at least four assists. 11 of those players, though, they already signed rookie scale max contracts before. They are, or they are max contract players right now. The only two players that aren't max contract players right now outside of Desmond Bain on that list are Anthony Edwards, who, uh, sorry to bury the lead here, but he's going to get a max contract yeah. In about two days. Right. <laughs> and the other one is Julius Randle, who, I mean, people are mixed on him, but he's clearly an all-star and player. he's the exception, not the rule, to the rest exactly. of the games on the list. Exactly. So, look, do you want to make Desmond Bandy exception too? Or do you think value-wise he belongs? I, I think that I'll, I'll be shorter than maybe you would have thought. Uh, I, I think you max him. I think you just do it. I, I, I do agree with 
your compromise idea? Because mm-hmm. I can see Dez being okay with that. Yeah. Because again, it it's sense. John Moran's team. It, it's he's the superstar. It's a massive amount of money that changes his life, his family's life, his grandkids' life. That's generational wealth. And you know, I know you know Bain better than me. The vibe that I get from Dez is he's not going to go off and splurge on a bunch of chains and stuff, right? Like he or a bunch yeah, of anything. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to go buy a big house and put a bunch of TVs in it like I would. Uh, he he's going to go and be smart with it and all those things. Um, I I think he'll see that and say, you know what? I want our team to still be able to build a contending pieces around us. Uh, I could see five years one seventy five. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, but I personally, if Dez came back and said no. He, if, if he listens to Lockdown Grizzlies and he just heard what you just said and he's like, this is the list, I think I would still pay him again as long as he agreed to that fifth year being fully guaranteed yeah. because he, Jaw, and Jaron are the core moving forward. Uh, somebody who may not be a part of the core moving forward is mm. Luke Kennard. Um, and I, again, that pains me because I love Luke Kennard, but he's a guy who, depending on what the Grizzlies do over the next several days, which we'll talk more about later on, uh, he, he could potentially be uh, a piece that isn't here long term. We'll talk about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by Prize Picks. Big fan of Prize Picks. And maybe you're thinking, Joe, why are you talking about Prize Picks? NBA season is over. Oh, my friend, you clearly don't know that Prize Picks is active through Major League Baseball, PGA Tour Golf, all different types of WNBA sports, soccer. NASCAR prize picks is available year round and they do a remarkable job making you feel less like you're competing against other people and more like you're competing against projections available because that's exactly what the circumstances are. Entries on prize picks can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy with safe and fast withdrawals. They are currently operational in over 30 states as well as in Canada. How do you project a pitcher striking out more or less than 7.5 of the batters they face. If you're strong with that, you'd be strong with Prize Picks. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKED ON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Luke Kennard, is he longed for this Grizzlies world? We'll talk about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am one of your hosts, Joe Monax, joined by DeMichael Cole of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee, a Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for that publication. I of Bluff City Media, Grizzlies columnist. That's my full-time gig, but right now I'm currently helping run the content side of things as we transition to a, a, a new lead editor over at BCM and GBB. Uh, DeMichael, we are looking at a player who, when he plays next to Desmond Bain, who we talked about earlier in the show, I get very excited because you have arguably two of the best five or so three-point shooters on the planet on the court together at the same time in Desmond Bain and, of course, Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard is sneakily available for an extension himself this offseason. Uh, his contract next year is, I believe, a full team option. So yeah. the Grizzlies can choose to opt into that, build upon that. There's lots of different routes they can go in terms of extending Luke Kennard, which sounds crazy to say out loud because he was literally traded for Danny Green and a couple of second-round picks not too long ago. But if you watch the Grizzlies in the playoffs especially, 
you knew just how significant Luke Kennard was to that half-court offense of Memphis. You have to respect his range shooting, and that creates so much room for John Morant and others to operate off the dribble. So my question to you, dear partner, is do you think Luke Kennard has done enough to be extended by the Memphis Grizzlies right now? Or is this something where you'd like to see a larger body of work? Because again, Memphis could just opt into the team option like they did Xavier Tillman a couple of days ago. And Luke's on the team for 2024, 2025. Uh, Two-part answer. Done enough? I actually think he has. I would agree with you. He he is. I mean, he clearly is one of the best shooters in the NBA. That's not going to change. And the prospects of thinking what he could do Playing alongside Stephen Adams, getting more time with John Moran on the floor, it's worth still saying, not seen that. That's important. Yeah, to exactly. It's worth saying, hey, let's go ahead and extend him right now at some great value, and then he plays out this season and you know puts up career numbers, and it's like, oh, we got him on this great team friendly deal. Uh, I think those chances are pretty good. But my answer in terms of do you do it? No, you don't do it. And my reason, we're going to keep talking about this CBA. We're going to have an episode coming up real soon uh, where we break down all this CBA stuff because we, we keep referencing it. And the new CBA is very long, 676 pages. Uh, me and Joe kind of dived into that thing and uh, figured out what we see in there. But but here's the thing. The Grizzlies are going to be a tax team next season. Uh when Desmond Bain's contract, whatever the number, whatever number they settle at, it's going to be right. a significant number. He's going to get at least thirty million a year. Like Desmond Bain's, oh, not yeah. he's going to get at least thirty million. So even if you you estimate it off at thirty million, combined with what Jaron makes, Stephen Adams, John Morant's contract escalates uh, going forward, it's going to be a lot of money committed to the future of this team. And quite frankly, you just might not be able to to pay. You know, uh, Luke Kennard, significant numbers unless unless you 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 can't sign him to an extension right now because you have to be sure. Uh, you got that team option. Uh, you can opt into the team option uh, after this upcoming season. Then he wouldn't be a free agent to summer twenty twenty five. So uh, you got a lot of time uh, to make this decision. I think after next after this upcoming season is it'll be a good time to revisit it once we see him coming off some screens from Stephen Adams and and how his game expands. And we, we got to see how he plays alongside Marcus Smart. That's a new one. You know, playing alongside Marcus Smart is probably going to look a little different from playing alongside of Tyus Jones. Uh, we got to see how that looks. But overall, I don't think you extend him now, not more because of his play, but more because of the situation. Uh, the Grizzlies have said they're not afraid to spend. They're going to go into the tax. So he could be someone uh, that they benefit from that perspective of, hey, we're going to extend him regardless. But you don't have to make that decision yet because the dollars are about to get t- so tight that you can't afford a miss. You can't say, hey, let's give him $20 million a year, and then he's playing 18 minutes because you lose in that case. The second tax apron you know, is, is why John it's Collins was traded to, uh, from Atlanta to Utah for Rudy Gay, old friend of Memphis Rudy Gay, and a second-round pick or two, I think is what it was. Like yeah. That's not fair value. Yeah, right? John yeah, it was a salary dump for a player who's an above-average player in the NBA. Yeah. It happens because of that second tax apron, right? So while I, in my armchair GM ways, can say, I don't care about the second tax apron. Let's go all in. Let's go get these guys. Let's go get Chris Middleton. Let's 
but that doesn't yeah. work in practice when you read that CBA and you actually say, oh, I can't trade this first round pick anymore or, oh, the veteran minimum is limited now. Like how you build a team is significantly altered once you cross that second tax apron. A team like the Phoenix Suns might say, screw it and risk it all. But the Memphis Grizzlies are not going to be that team. The fact they're willing to pay the tax is mind-blowing for someone like me that has followed the team for the last 10 or so years and never expected them to pay the luxury tax. They're going to do it next season, 2024, 2025. They're going to be a tax team. They're not going to pass that second apron. So that's the number that every year when they talk about the updated numbers, that's the one that's going to matter moving forward is how close do the Grizzlies get to that second tax apron. And Kennard might be a casualty of that. He might not be. He might. But like you said, we have time to see it. And I'm personally excited to Michael. I, I'm going to bring up your boy, Jake LaRavia. Think about a Desmond Bain, Luke Kennard, Jake LaRavia, Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams lineup, right? Sounds, are, sounds, pretty, sounds promising. Those are four dudes that can all shoot the ball. Or if you want to include Santi Aldama in that list and you move Jaron to the five, now you've got five guys who, theoretically speaking, can shoot the ball, shoot the rock, and your half-court offense probably just got a lot better. And again, with Steven Adams on the floor, we know their half-court offense is better because of his screening, his offensive rebounding, all those sorts of things. So I'm with you on this as well. I, I think that I would personally, you know, I've talked about here on the show, I've written over at Bluff City Media, when you have somebody that's elite at something, you should keep them around as long as possible. Luke Kennard is an elite three-point shooter. So I think they opt into the team option, but I also think it's very possible that going into, again, they're not going to get close to the second apron. Luke might be a Grizzly for the next couple of years, and then depending on cost, uh, that might change. But again, with the new CBA, there's a new TV deal coming up in the next couple of years. That cap might expand again, and you'll start talking about NBA players like Luke Kennard making yeah. twenty five million dollars a year, which sounds stupid to say out loud. New TV NBA, deal coming. Yeah, there, there's a lot more cash that's about to be flowing in to the NBA's pockets. So, uh, Luke, we'll we'll see how it plays out. He's somebody that could maybe benefit from that expansion that's coming here in the next couple of years. But, to Michael, before we end our show today, I, I've got a I've got a wind horse, I've got a wind horse moment here. Kind of yeah. looks like my De Niro from a couple of days ago. Uh, have you noticed that aside from you know some media reports? Uh, Zach Kleiman at, at the post-draft media presser, which you attended. putting something together here, Joe. Something hasn't happened. There, there's no Summer League roster yet, officially, mm. from the team. There's no Summer League announcement that's occurred. Summer League starts, like, in a week, right? They're going out to Sacramento or Salt Lake, wherever Salt it's Lake at. Salt Lake City, yeah. Salt Lake City. They're going to participate in that event. That's coming up soon. There's no roster yet. I'm going high voice. There's no roster. What, is what, is, what does it mean, Joe? What does it mean? Why do you think that is? We're going to talk <laughs> about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am one of your hosts, Joe Molinax, joined by the wonderfully talented, the wonderfully clad in a purple rain t-shirt. Uh, you know, shout out to Prince. And like we're, my, both like wearing, we're both rain. wearing black t-shirts today. We're, yeah, we're, wearing, we're both rocking the black t-shirts. Black t-shirt today. Yeah, your t-shirt's cooler than mine. I literally wear the shirt of the school I work at, like every day, just <laughs> in varying merch. People that watch the show on YouTube, they're like, Joe wears like a blue, a white, or a black shirt literally every day. Um, yeah, that's exactly They're right. Caught right? On. They've caught on now. My my uh, my wardrobe is outfitted by BSN Sports, who <laughs> does our gear, and, you know, Coles. You know, that that's who uh, outfits me. 
and a little bit of Nike here or there. I do splurge on the check mark like any uh any you know red-blooded blogger, but I digress. Uh to Michael, as I mentioned a moment ago, uh kind of interesting that the summer league roster has not been officially announced yet by the Memphis Grizzlies. Do I need to put a tinfoil hat in head on my head? Like, am I going conspiracy theory here? Or as we lead into our show tomorrow, which will be our free agency bonanza, previewing what the Grizzlies may or may not do, they're signing trade options. They have the full mid-level exception at their disposal. I know you've talked about, and you're probably right, I doubt that they take on a bunch of new money, but Mm -hmm. they've got some old money that they can still roll around in a little bit, and they have one open roster spot, regardless of what some national podcast might say. They are not locked in on their roster. Gigi Jackson is going to be a two-way deal. There is an open position available on their roster. Again, am I a conspiracy theorist right now, or are are you reading through the tea leaves like me? Help me understand, because what is it? What does it mean is where I'm getting, and I'll let you answer that, but I want to sure. add more clarity to, to why I say that, because what we know at this point is Zaire Williams won't be at Summer League. But we don't know and, that because it hasn't been officially announced. I know that. Oh, well, because well, yeah, well, you're the beat writer for the Memphis <laughs> Grizzlies. You might, you might know that, but there hasn't yeah. been an official announcement. It hasn't been. Either. Okay, there we go. We, we can go with that. Zaire, Zaire won't, quote unquote, be officially participating. And why is that? Why is he not officially participating? That's that's another one. That's another one. Now, we know that, according to Zach Kleiman, at least, Jake LaRavia will be there. David Roddy will be there. Kenneth Lofton Jr. will be there. Then your two two, two two-way guys, your three two-way guys, excuse me, uh, Vince Williams, Jacob Gilliard, and Gigi Jackson. Uh, Quite frankly, why do we care about anybody else being in summer league? That's that's those are the guys that we should care about. Uh, but Jackson, right. your two way guys and your guys who will be playing in their second season. So so help me understand why why do we care about uh some random guy who played in the CBA in the Chinese Basketball Association last okay. year being a that's point fair. guard on the Grizzlies in summer league? What why are we waiting on that? I think that you because you actually have relationships that have been developed with these people, you trust them more than I do. Mm. I think that the official roster hasn't been put out Oh, yet. I see what you're getting at. I see because what you're getting at. once the official roster is out there, you know, it could be kind of awkward. You got to make some changes. You got, oh, well, Jake LaRavia would have been in Salt Lake City if he hadn't been traded ah, to the Milwaukee Bucks. I see, I, see, uh, I see what you're cooking, Joe. I see what Zaire you're cooking. Zaire Williams isn't going to Summer League, but mm-hmm. he didn't outwardly say, at least not publicly, that yeah. Zaire Williams is not going to summer. He was just a name that was left off the list. Now, why is that? Why is that? Why is a young rising into his third year mm-hmm. guard who struggled and dealt with injury? Xavier Tillman played as a third year big in summer league, but Zaire yeah. Williams isn't. Yeah. Zaire Williams is better than Xavier Tillman. Huh? <laughs> Xavier Tillman started in playoff games and then yeah. went to summer league, but yeah. Zaire Williams isn't. Tell me why that is. Tell me why. Tell me why that is. Well, it, I think that there might be some maneuverability coming to Michael, or at least that's what I'm hoping, because it would make our next you know, 72 hours or so a lot more interesting. I, I see what you're putting down, Joe. I, I, I had to. I don't know why I didn't dig into the Joe Mullinax mm, that I know. If I would have digged yeah. into the madness of your brain, I would have figured the madness. that out. I, the, I don't know the why madness. I didn't think that part of it through. But I think that makes sense. Uh, we've talked about it. You know, if there are some moves to be made, uh, 
at this point, one of those guys are probably going to be correct you know, and involved. So that part of it makes sense, but uh, I'm not reading too much into it. I, I, I give them to the end of the week. If we don't hear something by Friday, then then yes, this is this is definitely of concern because free agency starts on that day, and uh, we don't hear something by then. Then yeah, I, I'm with you. And then then I we need to really find out what's going on. One of the fan theories after I tweeted about this, you know, because I wanted to use the wind horse, the, the meme. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? I, I just yeah. think that's so funny. Um, <laughs> there's a Kennedy Chandler conspiracy theory that one mm. of the reasons this hasn't been announced yet is Kennedy Chandler might be one of the guys returning to Memphis who had to be waived, yeah, right, yeah. to make room for Kenneth Lofton Jr., everybody's favorite. We'll do our versus episode next week, uh, talking about Kenneth Lofton Jr. against John Conchar. I'm sure that's going to be rip roaring in uh, yeah. in the comments. Uh, everybody's going to be so fired up. Um, but you know, we might not have to do that episode anymore because you know John Conchar. He obviously wouldn't go to summer league. He's aged out of that. Literally, he's like 27 years old. Uh, but John Conchar, maybe he's not on the roster, right? I, I think that whether it's a trade whether it is bringing back Kennedy Chandler, which, again, I'm not in love with that idea. I think he's a good basketball player. I think he's a good prospect that they didn't want to let go of and they had to mm -hmm. out of necessity. Uh, but, you know, I just think that's straight. Like the Indiana Pacers have announced their summer league roster. Other teams have announced their summer league roster. Even officially, like the San Antonio Spurs saying that Wembenyama won't join the team yeah. until they get to Las Vegas. Right. There have been official announcements by the team. You can say that Zach Kleiman and a post-draft presser is official, but there, to me, there is something different from a press release from the organization and an off-the-cuff comment answering a question uh, at a press conference. So I, I think there might be maybe a little bit of smoke. And again, the most likely thing is nothing happens, right? They use the yeah. mid-level exception yeah. to bring in somebody. I do think they'll they'll bring in someone else but it might not be as substantial as what I'm alluding to. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think they're keeping options open to Michael. That's what I think. Hey, I, I, I get it. And and I'm not opposed to it, Joe. I, I see. I'm picking up what you're putting down now for a second. I was, I was wondering if you were thinking they're going to add uh, some guy from the Australian league <laughs> uh, uh, from the NBL to come over here and be the 15th man or something. But I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. It makes perfect sense to me. Again, I think, you know, Jake LaRavia is a guy they like. Tyre is a guy they've liked in the past. And, in you know, the, they, they know they know what they can get from Zaire. Your wording is interesting there, partner. Uh, they've liked in the past. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, I liked my ex-girlfriend in the past, but she's oh, now an ex-girlfriend to Michael. Ex. He's an ex Ooh. now, right? But uh, I, I think – I wouldn't expect anything, you know, at this okay. point. I, yeah. I, I feel like what we're going to see is some, they're going to, we'll talk about it when we dive into the yeah. field. But, but I'm not expecting too much more roster turnover. It'll surprise me if, if that's the case. And again, let me be the conspiracy theorist on our Friday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies, closing out the week, closing out the month. It's been a very successful month for us here at Lockdown Grizzlies, and we are appreciative of that. Our uh, subscriber numbers keep going up on YouTube, our downloads, yeah. all those things. We're staying steady as the season. You know, we're in the off season now, and uh, our numbers are still pretty strong compared to where we normally are this time of year. So thanks to everybody that's checking us out. So we're going to do uh, a Friday edition of the show that is a free agency bonanza. 
We're going to talk about sign and trade possibilities. We're going to talk about the mid-level exception. So Michael is going to throw water on all of my great ideas and say, they're not actually going to do that. And he's going to probably be right, but I'm going to be more fun in my discussions of all the crazy things that I can conjure up in my mind. So a mock off season, maybe. And I, am I allowed to use that phrase? I don't know if they have a trademark over at the Dunk Don podcast, but um, maybe what we would like to see the Grizzlies do in terms of reality versus big swings. You know, I wrote an article for Bluff City Media about Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think he'd be a wonderful yeah, trade I, target. I saw, I saw that, John, uh-huh. and I, I like the way that you come out swinging because that, uh, I mean, that's one of the best shooters from a contested standpoint. Mm-hmm. That, look, go read Joe's story on that. I, I thought that was an interesting name that you threw out. I also out said Grant that. Williams, which, you know, Sean yeah. Coleman would love. Old, uh, yeah, yeah that's our, that's our ball Coleman. guy. That's yeah, our he, ball he would, guy right uh, but, you know, lots of different names, lots of different ideas. And again, more than likely, it's going to be something smaller than that, but Nobody saw Marcus Smart coming, so yeah. maybe the Grizzlies have something up their sleeve that no one will see coming. We'll talk about that on our next episode of Lockdown Grizzlies. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much to our title sponsor, Prize Picks. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Check us out on YouTube. Again, like, comment, rate, roof, subscribe, all those fun things. We are so grateful that you make us a part each and every day of your NBA and Memphis Grizzlies experience. Until next time, he's the Michael. I'm Joe. Stick with us. We look forward to seeing you on our Friday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies. Stay locked.